Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Bears Habits and Hacks show. What happens to you when you make a mistake and it gets called out? Do you get upset with yourself and get angry or become paralyzed and begin to doubt your worth? Or worse, do you vow to never try that again or opt out of taking the lead? In today's episode, we're going to discuss the dangers of this self-defeating pattern and how you can overcome the negative self-talk and develop the confidence to move forward with an action plan. We've all been through it. I know I certainly struggle with rebounding from those moments, and I get caught up in the, how could you been so fill in the blank? So Monica, let's talk about that negative self-talk and mm-hmm. where that comes from. So when you make a mistake and that thought grows through your head where you're beating yourself up and you're telling yourself, like, how could I have been so, what are the words that come to mind? Um, immediately those things of how could I've been so stupid or, you know, how could I've been so thoughtless? Um, It's definitely coming from a place of, you know, um, identity of, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And whenever I make a mistake or I don't do something perfect, I immediately feel like I'm inadequate in some form Mm -hmm. or fashion. So instead of making it about the mistake, Mm -hmm. It becomes about you. Yes. Something that it's a reflection of you, of something that is flawed or inadequate, rather than it simply being an act or an action. Exactly. Right. I don't focus on the mistake anymore. It's more, it turns about me. It turns into something about me. Does that prevent you from taking risks or trying new things if there's a risk of failure and making mistakes where you know the chances are that? it won't turn out perfect. And so, um, absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of those things where now I'm much more aware and cognizant of those, um, characteristics of a perfectionist where you will procrastinate until you think there's the right time to get it right. Or you procrastinate to have more time to try to master whatever that is. Um, and so I've learned that, it does inhibit me. It, it sometimes, you know, I'll miss an opportunity because mm-hmm. I will procrastinate or I will want it to be perfect. That's very well put. I mean, I can see how that can be so limiting, but it really comes down to this. When we attach meaning to mistakes, mm-hmm. we make it about our identity as opposed to being about skill development. Yes. Because Skills can change, but identities are harder to change and Mm -hmm. often don't. So when you make a mistake and you make it about who you are versus what you can learn, you just don't see an opportunity for growth. And so the danger of this pattern of uh, negative self-talk and beating yourself up with mistakes is it actually prevents you from growing. Mm -hmm. You know, when we make it about something that is simply a stepping stone that helps us level up our skill set, we will have a whole different perspective in how we treat mistakes and how we react to the mistakes. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being something that is holding us back, we see it as something that catapults us forward because exactly. that 
mindset and the meaning that we attach often can become sort of the chains that hold us back from trying new things, from uh, learning new skills, from going into new territories. But if we shed all of that meaning and we simply make it the experience, the joy of trying something new, even the joy of failing and Mm -hmm. the joy of uh, getting new perspective, that actually goes from being a chain that holds us back to a catapult that pushes us forward. And that's the beauty of um, shedding that Mm-hmm. Um, you know, association with identity. Exactly. Yes. So, and you know, the thing is, it takes a while to learn that, or to even recognize that that's what we're doing. I mean, I remember my first business, and uh, when I was still trying to figure out how to run a business and run it profitably. Bottom line, I was horrible at it. I made a lot of bad decisions that weren't right for the business. Um, and, you know, I tended to, f- I was making these bad decisions because I focused only on what could go right instead of focusing on, you know, what might happen if things don't go as planned. Mm-hmm. So as a result of that, I'm only looking at the upside. I'm not looking at the downside. And of course, when life happens and market changes or, right. mm-hmm. you know, circumstances occur, you're bound to experience failure. And, um, you know, instead of seeing that as an opportunity for me to get better at decision making and Mm -hmm. to learn new skills, I saw it as a reflection of who I am and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, whether I am truly capable of being an entrepreneur or I should write that off. And um, I was even afraid to really get help. I was afraid to get mentors or coaches because I was so ashamed of, telling them uh, all the things that I did wrong. Mm-hmm. So I spent more time dealing with all my feelings of shame and inadequacy than on learning and growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just kept telling myself, I just suck at this. I'm like, this is maybe this is not for me. And like, uh, you know, I should go get a job. I don't know how to lead. I don't know how to lead a business. Um, and my breakthrough came mm-hmm. about when one of my mentors said, look, your problems aren't big enough. You need to decide who you want to be and then be willing to take on the problems and failures of that size. Mm. If you focus, you know, um, that's what teaches you how to be um, bigger than the problems you're facing. And Mm. what that fundamentally, what he taught me is that the only way you advance in your life or your career and even in your identity Mm. is when you learn the skills that are currently holding you back. The ceiling on your skill, you know, breaks through when you experience new challenges, Mm -hmm. but you can experience new challenges and have a positive attitude about it if you have negative self-talk. Right, So the key is if you let go of the negative self-talk, you take a very optimistic view of challenges and obstacles. And when you face those challenges and obstacles, you learn the skills that help you get ahead and that's how you keep growing. And, um, you know, even as you keep getting better and advancing, you're likely to make mistakes and those mistakes will be even bigger, but they'll catapult you even further. So, um, you know, that experience was so pivotal that breakthrough for me Mm -hmm. helped me realize that, uh, you know, just because I was terrible at decision making in the early days of mm-hmm. my entrepreneurial career didn't mean that, you know, I was inadequate. It simply meant that I didn't have the right skills and experience yet. And exactly. all I had to do was have a positive attitude towards that learning. 
That's so true. And, and focusing on the skill and knowing that you can learn that skill opposed to, like you said, attaching meaning to it, to my Like identity. letting one mistake exactly. tell define me you. that, define <laughs> me to say, oh my gosh, I screwed this up once. That's it. You know, right. I'm, I'm done forever. Like, exactly. There's no chance of that. So let's discuss the emotional toll that, you know, that it takes when you do like, you know, allow that negative self-talk to um, define you. Um, Psychologists call the act of defining ourselves by that one choice or that one situation or that one mistake as um, catastrophizing or magnifying. So we might decide that we're a terrible salesperson after just one month of declining numbers or that you're a horrible manager because you're upset, you know, you upset a direct report or like you said, a lousy uh, entrepreneur <laughs> because I made one bad decision. Exactly. So research confirms that this pattern of thinking can be harmful to your happiness, to your confidence and to your overall success. Um, but what makes magnifying especially dangerous is that it often disguises itself as productive self-reflection. Like sometimes we will self-reflect on that mistake and then we, like you said, we don't have the right mindset and we don't look at it objectively and we don't reasonably assess, you know, those things and we put all these limitations or we magnify these, you know, the mistake mm -hmm. to be something negative. And this magnifying is neither, it's really not reasonable and it's not objective. And if we want to truly be self-aware and successful, we have to work on overcoming that. And like you said, shifting that mindset and not attaching meaning to that mistake as defining your identity. So the good news to all of this is that, you know, you can overcome it. And one of the best ways to get past making mistakes is to practice, first of all, self-acceptance, right? We all make mistakes. And me, myself, as a recovering perfectionist, have learned that, you know, looking at it as a skill gap and knowing that I can overcome this. I can yeah. learn anything. Yeah, it's not a flaw of your identity. Exactly. It's simply a gap in your skills. And it's, that's a huge shift in thinking because... Um, as long as it's about identity, you're not going to stop beating yourself up. Exactly. You're not going to stop the negative self-talk because you're basically saying you're not good enough. And if you think you're not good enough, there's no one out in the world who's going to come and reassure you that you are. You have to start by doing that. Exactly. You have to be that person who, like you said, adopts that mindset and sees all of these mistakes or these situations as teachable moments and develop an action plan on how you'll handle the situation if it pops up again. And I find myself, like I said, I sometimes will go into this dark space where all of a sudden I realize I'm attaching meaning mm -hmm. and that it's defining my identity and I have to snap out of it and say, wait a minute, you are extremely competent. It's mm -hmm. just a skills gap and here's what you need to do. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, what habit or hack can you apply in this mm -hmm. case? Because there's so many of us that constantly have this negative self-talk and we struggle with mistakes. Here's a simple framework that will help you through um, this kind of situation and can immediately turn that, you know, uh, negative self-talk into a teachable moment that actually catapults you forward mm -hmm. in the future. So it's really a sort of a three-step process. Mm -hmm. First, you want to reflect on what happened. You can't get ahead unless you reflect on what it is that happened. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, think about like, you know, who could you have called, you know, mm -hmm. what resources did you not leverage? What decisions could you have made differently? Right. Just reflect on, you know, literally take 
time to think, take a journal, you know, write it down and say, you know, if I were to do this, if I was faced with the same situation mm-hmm. in the future, what would I do mm-hmm. and, you know, differently and, and reflect on what those things are. Mm-hmm. The second part is then document your specific learnings. So which are universal, meaning it's not specific to that one incident or mm-hmm. that one particular scenario, but what are the key things that are unique to your patterns or your mm-hmm. skill gaps? Maybe it is that you're seeing time after time, uh, example after example that reflects that you tend to be too optimistic of a decision maker. Mm-hmm. So your learning there is that you need to learn decision making. Right. <laughs> you know? so, right. fig- so step two is figure out what did you learn? You know, what did you identify? What insight did you have from that, mm-hmm. that you can apply universally for yourself? Right. And step three is simply figuring out what are some guiding principles that you'll apply for future time. So it could be simply, you know, I'm just going to take the time to not react Mm-hmm. to a decision. I'm going to take the time, you know, give myself at least 24 hours so I can be thoughtful or ask um, mentors for advice or whatever that might be. So you really are going into this three-step thing of saying, you know, um, reflection, mm-hmm. you know, thinking back to uh, what happened. Um, the insights is part two, and then your action plan for the future is part three. And if you can do that, not only will you learn productively from this experience, you'll start to see how mistakes are so powerful mm-hmm. in advancing your skill faster than you know perfectionism or right. uh, successes ever are mm-hmm. because you actually learn faster and you get breakthrough insights that frankly, getting it right all the time doesn't reveal as well. Absolutely. And it's much like having, you know, an emergency plan, right? Any emergency preparedness plan for like, whether it's a hurricane, an earthquake, or some natural disaster, um, even though it may be unlikely, if it were to happen, then you're not scrambling, right? You've kind of gone through the scenario in your head. You've already gone through, if I had a do-over, how would I do it again? And so, yeah, you and, know and, what you want to do, right? And and overall, you just kind of have this feeling of, you know, removing that idea that mistakes are a bad thing, right? You know, you start to see it as simply a stepping stone to your growth, as uh, opposed to something that you're tumbling down from. Exactly, and so changing that mindset, looking at it as a teachable moment, um, and then having that, you know like you said, that remembering that it's a skill gap, a skill, not an identity. Exactly. Flaw. And then having a plan to say, okay, I've learned the skill now and I know what I'm going to do next time. And then it's just simply executing a well thought out plan that you've learned because of that last mistake. And then being grateful that, Hey, I learned from that last mistake. Now I have a plan and I know what I need to do and I will survive and I will thrive and I will be successful. So visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all of the resources in this episode. Thanks for listening. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. And be sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on imbeyondbarriers.com. 
and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode. Thank you.